Welcome to the Powerhouse Revolution podcast. I'm Lucy Garden, ex-corporate leader turned CEO of my dream business, helping corporate female leaders just like you to create your dream career and life. At 40, I quit the corporate world as I was tired of doing a job that no longer lit me up and I wanted to live my life my way. I created the Powerhouse Revolution podcast to give you simple, actionable tips and strategies to help you to create the perfect career and lifestyle that you and your family deserve. So if you're a corporate female leader or manager who is tired of plodding along counting down the years to retirement and you're ready to step into your superpowers and live the life you were born to live, you are definitely in the right place because life is way too short to dread Mondays. Okay, let's jump into today's episode. Hi there. Today I'm going to talk to you a bit about fight or flight and managing overwhelm and stress at work for those days when everything just seems too much. Now, when I say stress, I don't mean stress in a clinical sense. I mean those times when you are just overloaded and you feel like you can't cope. If you're experiencing high levels of stress consistently, please seek advice from your GP. The great thing about your body is that when something is not right, it will tell you as you will have physical symptoms. So just please, please don't ignore them. But today I'm going to give you some tips and strategies to help you in this area based on my own experience and things that I've done myself and things I've shared with my clients too. My whole mission in the work that I do with women in leadership roles is to make you see that success, balance and happiness is possible. You can have it all. You can have that dream career without sacrificing family, health or happiness. You don't need to be everything to everyone. But I get it. I know it's hard, which is why I wanted to record this episode to give you some fresh perspective and some strategies and tips to help. Sound good? Women take on so much, not just in the workplace, but at home too, especially women like you in a leadership role. You care for your family, you support your friends, you make sure the dog gets walked, you rarely switch off as you're either busy planning your kid's birthday party or booking a dental appointment or listening to that friend who needs support. The list goes on. But ultimately, because women tend to take on so much and don't like to disappoint, this can lead to overwhelm and burnout. And if you're a high achiever and ambitious, you are more at risk of this. And when this happens, it feels as though your brain has literally blown a fuse and your body is about to explode, right? I know you know the feeling I'm talking about. And performing at your best and being the real you in all your power isn't easy when you're overwhelmed or stressed. Your brain is in a negative mode which triggers physical sensations of stress in your body. And even if this threat is not physical, say if it's something like disappointing your boss by not meeting a deadline or feeling intimidated by a difficult stakeholder, you react to those stimuli or events or thoughts in the same way you do with physical threats, like say someone was about to punch you. (laughs) How do you react? Fight or flight. Some call it fight, flight or freeze. Here comes the science bit. The fight or flight mode was first described in the early 1900s by an American neurologist and physiologist called Walter Bradford Cannon. And he had a theory that animals like us react to threats by firing up their sympathetic nervous system. Now, the sympathetic nervous system prepares the body for stress 
and the parasympathetic nervous system returns the body to baseline, to normal functioning. They're like yin and yang. And the two systems operate together to keep the body in balance and are necessary for your survival and functioning. I remember my doctor once described the parasympathetic nervous system as the rest and digest and the sympathetic nervous system as the fight or flight. So when you're stressed or overwhelmed, you trigger your sympathetic nervous system, which releases hormones like adrenaline. These hormones cause immediate physical reactions, which are designed to protect you, the human, to get you out of there to ensure survival of the human race. So you'll know when you're overwhelmed as it will manifest in your body. And this is actually a good thing as you have no excuse but to do something about it. Your body is clearly telling you it's not happy. And if you ignore it, your symptoms will worsen until you pay attention. You may experience things like increased heart rate and breathing, feeling hot and tight muscles, which are pushing you to get the hell out of that situation, i.e. fight or flight. So that primitive part of your brain, which is there to ensure protection procreation and survival of the human race is going to say, well, I'm going to stay here and defend my position because I'm strong and I'm ready, or I'm going to run away as I just can't deal with this. Or if I just freeze and be really, really quiet, maybe they won't see me and I'll be okay. Can you relate? Have you ever felt so overwhelmed with your workload or problems that you literally just freeze and shut down? Or sometimes you may really rise to the challenge and put all your energy into overcoming or fighting that thing, but you feel exhausted afterwards. Or have you ever got to the point where you just couldn't do it and you break down and run away? I know I have definitely, definitely experienced all of those three things. As humans, we experience all of these situations at some point. And the trouble with our minds is that sometimes because we are so zoomed in on the problems, we fail to see the big picture. And if you actually look at the big picture, you'd usually see that there is no threat at all. So what should you do if you're feeling overwhelmed or stressed? I'm going to give you five tips. So if you're multitasking, come back to me now and listen and pay attention. I'm going to give you five tips that are guaranteed to work every single time if you use them. You can do them all or choose one or two in the moment that feel right for you. Tip number one, ground yourself in the present moment using the 54321 technique. This is one of my favorite mindfulness techniques as all you need is your five senses. It's nothing fancy. So here's what you do. Five, you look around and you name five things you can see in your immediate environment and you say it out loud if you like. It actually helps better. Four, Listen and name four things you can hear. So maybe you're hearing my voice, maybe you're hearing a dog barking, your own breathing. There's always four sounds. You need to pay attention and really listen and hear them and then name them. Three, notice three things you can touch, like the feeling of your phone or your hair or pet your dog. And actually, that's a bonus tip. That one has been proven scientifically that pets lower stress and anxiety. Two, Next is two smells. Smell your perfume or go outside and breathe it in the air. Really smell the freshness and purity. Just name and smell two things around you. And then finally, number one, the last one, name something you can taste. So just taste your own saliva or have a sip of tea. This technique is great for two reasons. First, 
It grounds you in your senses and most importantly, the present moment, which is all we ever really have. It brings you back to that from that awful place in your head. And secondly, by really focusing on your senses, this interrupts whatever those thoughts are that are causing you to feel stressed or anxious. It's a mini moment of mindfulness to pull you out of your own head into the here and now. Now, this takes practice. It probably won't work the first time and I want you to remember this technique and practice it. The more you practice, the more effective it's going to be for you. Tip number two, tidy up your immediate surroundings and light a candle if it's your thing. It's definitely my thing. I love my candles. You've heard the phrase outer order, inner calm. When you're feeling overwhelmed, tidying and organizing restores order and helps you to feel more in control. I absolutely love tidying my desk and my office and making everything look neat and tidy. I love nothing more than a tidy workspace with a nice scent of candle. I'm a sucker for Jo Malone and the Little Wax Company candles. Their candles are gorgeous and they instantly make you feel calm. Even if you're in the car or something and you're feeling overwhelmed, if you're like me, you might have some hair bobbins on your gear stick, which my husband hates, or you might have some rubbish in the car door. Just remove them and grab a baby wipe and wipe down your dashboard. You will instantly feel better, I promise. Because when you do this, it will help you feel like you've accomplished something and allow you to focus and reset. Tip number three, ruthlessly prioritize and stop multitasking. Us women are suckers for multitasking, aren't we? We want to get loads done. Cut everything that should be done, everything that's on your to-do list that you're beating yourself up over for not getting done and simply stick to the things that must get done. We all have a never-ending to-do list, but unless someone is actually going to die, it is not that important. Please stay present and give whatever you are doing your full attention. Be productive Tick off the top three most important things on your list and when they're done, celebrate. Even if you only get one thing done, that's okay. Be okay with knowing that whatever you've done today is enough. It's all you were supposed to get done today. The universe has your back, ladies. You can't do it all in one day and you know as well as I do that that to-do list never ends. Be kind to yourself and give yourself a break. Tip number four, control the controllables. You can strategize, organize, plan, anticipate all you want, but at some point you will run into something that you can't do or control. It's part of life. When this happens, if you want to keep your sanity, the only thing you can do is to accept it fully. If you can't change the situation, you have got to change how you react to the situation. This theory has been well studied and documented. It's the premise of CBT or cognitive behavioral therapy. Every situation triggers a thought. Your thoughts create your feelings and your feelings create your behaviors. So if you can change how you think, you will literally change everything. You can only control what you can control. So again, be kind to yourself. So, for example, when you have so many plates in the air that you simply cannot meet a deadline without compromising your mental health, you must accept that you'll have to be late. Yes, you may disappoint your boss, but because your well-being is way more important, sometimes you've got to do it. And I promise you, if you were to leave your role in the morning, your boss would have your job advertised the next day. Believe me. 
When I used to get overwhelmed at work where I felt all this pressure to deliver, I trained myself to snap out of it and it takes time and practice. I'd ask myself this one simple question. So if you're multitasking, again, please come back to me on this one. This one simple question puts everything into perspective when you're so zoomed in on the problems. Ask yourself, is anyone going to die if I don't do this? If the answer is no, give yourself permission to be okay with not getting it done and focus on what you have achieved that day. So I want you to keep that question in your back pocket. Is anyone going to die if I don't do this today? If the answer is no, just let it go. Prioritize your own mental health. Tip number five, again, it's one of my favorites. Zoom out instead of in. This is probably my number one tip. Zoom out instead of in. Sometimes we are so zoomed in on this work problem that we completely miss the bigger picture and perspective. I remember a time where I didn't do this and it taught me a huge lesson that I'm hoping that you will learn from. I live in Ireland and I was away in Tremore, County Waterford in this beautiful holiday home in the summertime by the sea with my family for my dad's 65th birthday. The weather was absolutely fab. The house had a big fancy kitchen. It had a huge playroom for the kids full of toys. There was immaculate marble bathrooms. There was plush hotel beds. And of course, we had a lot of bubbles to celebrate. It was just a wonderful, wonderful weekend. All my family were there and everyone was in great form. I will never forget it was a Friday evening and there was a report due that day that was linked to a KPI. So these metrics were fed to the corporate mothership and indicated our site's performance. Now, I never missed a deadline. In fact, I was known for my track record of getting stuff done. And that week in particular was one of those weeks where there were loads of problems. People were out sick. And although approving something on the day it was due was typically not my style, it just happened that way. And I'm sure you understand exactly what I'm talking about when we have those days. So before I headed off with my family, I made sure the report was closed out in the system and I left feeling thrilled that it was done and dusted. You know that feeling when you're leaving work early to go away for the weekend and have fun? Yep, that was the exact feeling I had. I was so happy. Until... I received a text from the author of the report to say there was a system error and it was a new system and I needed to reapprove. Now, at this stage, I was one hour away from my home. I didn't bring my laptop and I couldn't log into this particular system on my phone. So what did I do? I left my family and went to sort it out. No way was I letting this go overdue and I felt like this was the biggest problem in the world. This report needed to be closed by midnight or else our metrics would go red. So I spent that night trying to log into the host's computer. I couldn't access our company system. It was a disaster. I was so stressed. I was texting other managers to see if they could sign for me and basically spent about three hours trying to sort this out when I should have been with my family celebrating my dad's birthday. I was so stressed at the thoughts of missing a deadline that I actually missed out on something way more important. Had I just zoomed out a little bit, I would have realized that I was there in this amazing place with my family and that sometimes these things happen and things go late. It happens. The learning I want you to take from this is that those problems that seem so big in your head, the ones that make you miss out, 
are usually not that important when you zoom out. Remember, if no one is going to die, it's really not that important. It's not worth your mental health. It's not worth missing out on precious moments in life. Family should always come first. Now, we did have a great weekend after that. And my dad really enjoyed his birthday. And we went to the beach and we had ice cream and fish and chips. So all was not lost. But you get my point. So to recap on the five tips. Number one, use the 54321 technique. Number two, tidy up your immediate surroundings and light a candle if that's your thing. Number three, ruthlessly prioritize and stop multitasking. Number four, control the controllables. And number five, zoom in instead of out. And remember that one simple question to keep in your back pocket. Is anyone going to die if I don't do this? You can download these tips on a PDF I've created especially for you to accompany today's episode so you remember them. Just go to www.lucygarnan.com forward slash 003. You can print it out and leave it on your desk or you can save it to your phone, take a screenshot and you can have it in your photos so it's there for quick reference if you need it at some point in the future. If you found this episode useful, which I really hope you did, could you please do me a favor? Can you please share this with three other women you know in management or leadership roles in the corporate world who you know would really benefit from these tips? I bet you're picturing at least one of your colleagues now. You know that person who is always busy, works long hours and juggles so many balls? You would be giving her a gift if you sent her this and you would really be helping me out too by spreading the word about this podcast. And if you're listening on Apple Podcast, which is the podcast app on your iPhone, if you have one, can you please hit that follow button and give the show a five star review? I would so appreciate it and it would literally take you three seconds, but you again would really, really be helping me rank on the podcast charts. So that's it for today's episode. See you next week, same time, same place. And remember, You only have one life. Now is your time to shine. Bye for now.